Hello and welcome. You're watching The Big Fight, a show that is young at 23, the oldest running debate show on Indian news television. I'm Sankhya Tapadhyay. A big resignation has happened in the Congress party on Friday. Ghulam Nabi Azad resigning in a very emotional five-page letter where he has made some scathing remarks against Rahul Gandhi. He says, and many congressmen who are leaving off late, they say that there is a Darbari mentality in the Congress party where Rahul Gandhi's decisions are immature and worse still, many of these decisions are taken by his secretaries and personal assistants. He gives a number of examples of how the situation came to this level. But you see, it is not just about Mr. Ghulam Nabi Azad alone. It is about a number of things over here. The ability of the Congress party to fight the recent assembly elections and then later the 2024 fight. Is the Congress party strong enough to be able to retain that position of being that binding force or the unifying factor for the entire opposition in 2024 or has it already lost the plot? Over the next one hour, we are going to get you lots of voices uh, so that you can ascertain uh, whether this, the Congress still has the ability or to quote Mr. Gulam Nabi Azad, it has lost the appetite to fight electorally. All right, joining us right now is senior NC leader Farooq Abdullah. Uh, Mr. Abdullah, thank you so much for uh, speaking to us right here on NDTV. Uh, a big resignation has happened. It impacts Jammu and Kashmir, but more importantly, it impacts the Congress party and by extension, the opposition. How do you view this development? Sanjay, I think it's a very tragic day. When I heard this in the morning, it pained me. That such a strong leader of Congress spent over 50 years not only a leader, but family member of Gandhi family, right from Indira Gandhi's time. And uh, whether it was Rajiv Gandhi, Sanjay Gandhi, even Sonia Gandhi, he was more of a family member than only a party uh, person. This thing, but when I read the letter, the letter showed me the anguish, the pain that Gulam Nabi must have undergone to write that letter. Otherwise, he wouldn't have taken such a major step. He felt that the connection that he had and the trust he had was no longer there. That he was not the same Kulam Nabi to them as he was before. And he really crying from his heart for the sake of mending the party mm. and strengthening the party. That they did also when they wrote that letter, the first letter. And it was misunderstood. Because there is somebody, I think, in there, in, in, in around them, who really is not a friend, but basically wants to destroy them and destroy the party. They must see him. Now they must look, up, look for him and throw him out. If they want to save this party, and they want to save this nation. Because we need a strong opposition. And Congress can give that strong opposition. And the Prime Minister himself said that India needs a strong opposition so that if we make any mistakes, they can be corrected. Mm. We can stop. And that is what we need. And I think 
it is with their anguish that he wrote. And I think they should not take this as a rebellion against Congress. But, but they should take it as... You know, the reply from the Congress is that uh, Mr. Gulam Nabi Azad, uh, who in abbreviation is being called GNA, the Congress says that GNA's DNA has been modified, that he has become a little closer to Modi, suggesting that, you know, they cry for one another, they uh, talk uh, about one another, there is great bonhomie, perhaps something's cooking. That is tragedy. Prime Minister praised him for his work. Prime Minister's tears were for what he had done for the nation and his contribution in the Rajya Sabha. That one should not take as being part of the BJP. But those who think that way, I think they're small-minded, very small-minded. I think it was a great thing for the Prime Minister to take that step on that day and to praise this man. He praised his work, mm. he stood for the nation, he stood for the unity of the nation, he stood for the constitution, he stood for the federal structure of the India, and he stands today even for unity of people, the religious divide that is taking place, that should end. And he's fighting against that. But you see, Farooq Sahib, do you feel that the, the, the problem right now is that a further weakening Congress could mean a further weakened uh, opposition uh, in the run-up to 2024? Yes, definitely. Not only 24, beyond. And that's a walkover to Mr. Modi. A very major challenge to be inside as well as outside. So to meet that challenge... You need a strong, firm opposition. And Congress is the one that can do it. Farooq Sahib, do you feel that this has a lot to do with internal churning within the Congress, old guard versus new guard? We have seen this transition being a huge pain point in the Congress party. It has not been smooth, certainly. And uh, this keeps manifesting itself over and over and over again. And thus has an impact on the opposition also. Yes, I quite agree with you. There is no doubt Rahul Gandhi is young, he's got young ideas, but here he needs to, between the young and the old, they have to get together because old know the wells where they are, where dangers where they lie, where the young don't know. And I think that is where it was very important that the young and old must blend together. We have we had the same problem in national conference. Omar is young, I'm old. So his ideas at times clashed with the older ideas. But then compromise and understanding, patience. That is how we work through. No, and in that, that context, Farooq Sahib, do you feel that the old guard in the Congress is not willing to make that compromise or exit, strategic exit, and let a young guard take over? Because, you know, the allegation over here is that uh, a Ghulam Nabi Azad or other leaders are only speaking up now because they don't occupy a prominent position or any position for that matter. No, I think one thing, Ranjay, is very important. Old and the young have to move together. It cannot be otherwise. Because old know where tr- troubles are. And, I, and obviously the young will take over. There is no doubt about it. The young have to take over. That is how the nation will move forward. Mm. And, and, and for that, we, the older people, have to be ready for it. We should not feel that we are the only ones who can sit and uh, be the only deciders. No, 
What about the rigidity of ideas, Farooq sahab? Because, you know, this is also a point that is being made that why should it be, and this is what the Congress party is saying right now, why should we be duty-bound to listen to each and every idea that is presented uh, by way of experience by people who have been in, uh, you know, in the business for long? I get thinking. Because, obviously, the old will not give an idea which will be wrong. And when you discuss things, it's only by discussing things that you will be able to achieve and get to the path that might work not only for the party, but for the nation. It is the, what is missing is the discussion, the debate between the party, the honest talk about the party. See, this is what is important. They should not feel, the high command must not feel it is to bring them down. No. They should feel that, yes, if they're saying something, there must be something in it. Look into it. If it is not right, tell them where it is not right. Farooq sahab, my final question. Uh, do you feel that with uh, no other opposition party as strong even now as the opposition, uh, as the Congress party in the opposition, and the Congress party weakening further and further since 2014, 2024 is a lost cause for the opposition? I don't think so. Let's not go to say that the opposition is completely going to be walked over. No. This time, we have to mend our fences. And by going away, we are not going to mend fences. We must stay together and try to find out answers to where things are going wrong. Not wait till the, till the cloud burst takes place. Mm. We must stop now, now together and sit down rather than create further divides. The divides will destroy this nation, not only the party. He's forming his new party. Uh, any Anything you would want to say to Mr. Azad? I'll say to Mr. Of him forming a new party. He's a friend of mine. He took a decision I didn't know about. it. If I had known this, I would have talked to him. I would try to do something at least, if not much, to see that this doesn't go this far. But then, when he has left it, I can only say to him, think again, think thousand times, and whatever you do, think of the nation first. Will it strengthen nation or will it weaken nation? Nation is more important. We all will survive if nation survives. I hope he will think again and take that step. God bless him and God show him the right path which will lead to a better nation. All right. Farooq Abdullah, thank you very much for your time, sir. Thank you so thank much. You. Thank you. Joining us right now uh, are Lalita Kumara Mangalam, a member of the BJP, Bhavya, uh, is a spokesperson of the Congress Party, and Sanjay Jha is a political analyst. Thank you very much. Let me start with you, uh, Bhavya, because, you know, of course, we are talking about the Congress Party, uh, a very tall leader who has uh, resigned today, and he is not the only one. This is just one of the many tall leaders who have resigned. In just a short moment on the screen, we will show the number of recent resignations, not very old, but recent resignations of people who have walked out of the door. What does this say about the Congress party, Bhavya? Talking about the current resignation, yeah, I, I understand you're talking, uh, speaking about the other resignations as well. Can we question the credibility and the timing of this re resignation? If you see, this is the time the Congress party 
is standing for the country trying to fight the polarization, the price rise and the unemployment. This was the time a person of this stature, Gulam sir, someone who has enjoyed power for 40 years of his life. One year, one year he is out of power and this is the timing he chose to resign and which uh, such strong words he uses to accuse Congress. What does this say? First thing, if we question this timing on one hand, the second thing is, if he was really concerned about Congress, for all that he has taken from Congress, for all that positions, every constitutional position and every organizational position that he has enjoyed, don't you think this was the time he was supposed to give back to the Congress community? But he chose to quit. This is the time we needed the most experienced leaders with us. No, but then Bhavya, I hope you realize in his letter, Bhavya, Bhavya, Ms. Bhavya, in his letter, he says that the experience was not being put to good use. What does one do with experience when that experience is not put to good use? So he just quits. I think it was his responsibility for someone who has enjoyed so much power to stay back. And if he finds these loopholes and problems with Congress to fix it. He can't just quit after 40 years of enjoying power. If he saw these problems since 2013, why didn't he quit then? Is it because he was enjoying power then? Hmm. He was in Rajya Sabha? So he waited until his term was over? Does that, doesn't that show how, what was his, um, you know, loyalty towards the party then? Was he in the party only for power and would he have resigned? If party was in power today, just because party is weak today, party is not in power to resign. So you're what saying that Mr. Gulam Nabi Azad and the likes have kicked, uh, kicked you when you are down, right? That's that's the yeah. allegation. Sanjay Jha, how do you, how do you analyze not just this resignation alone, not he just this resignation alone, but a series of resignations and what does this mean for the for Congress party? For all that party? he enjoyed, he should have stood with the party uh, today. Okay, it's a question for Sanjay Jha, please. Power, and then he should have quit. Question for Sanjay Jha. Yeah. Okay, first I would like to tell Bhavya that she may not be aware of Mr. Azad's stellar track record. For the record, he was a Lok Sabha member. And you ought to know this, Bhavya, that he did not contest the 1989 Lok Sabha elections because Rajiv Gandhi wanted all the general secretaries to focus on the organization. And therefore, he, he eventually became a Raj Sabha member. Also remember this, Sanket, I think a lot of people don't know this about Gulam Nabi, but he is a person who three times became a Raj Sabha member when he didn't even have the votes required. He actually used his own goodwill, he used his own chemistry, and he mobilized support from other opposition parties on his own. So when I was speaking to him some time ago, he told me that a lot of people don't know, but the Congress nominated me, but I won it for the Congress party. So, you know, I don't think we should talk in this manner of enjoying power. Please remember that every leader has also given back to the party. It's a quid pro quo. Anyway, to answer the larger question, Sanket, today, I think, you know, is a day of reckoning for the Congress, a moment of truth. Because when a veteran like Gulam Nabi Azad says, I have had enough, I think it's a manifestation of a deeper internal party needs fix. This attitude of being very blasé, I've heard some Congress spokespeople saying, you know, he enjoyed power and, you know, everybody who leaves the party is treacherous or is a pro-BJP guy. I think it's utter nonsense. Trust me, 
as a challenger party, it's the duty of the Congress to not lose good people. A political organization is hollow if it doesn't have talent. And when you're losing people with experience, the kind of reputation, the weightage that a Gulam Nabi Azad commands in the political space, I think the Congress today is, frankly speaking, getting a very lethal blow. It is not the time to make petty remarks. You see, people like uh, Captain Amrinder Singh, many other leaders also in the Congress party, uh, they complained, uh, complained a bit too much about the leadership. And then said that, uh, you know, you are of course an exception because you have not joined the BJP. But then many senior leaders, after having complained, have joined the BJP. For instance, well, Captain you know, Sanket, Singh, my... he, he formed his own party, but then aligned with the BJP. In this case also, well, now we are hearing Gulam Nabi Azad may form his own party, but who knows what happens. The allegation from the well, Congress Sanket, is that he is quote-unquote modified. Sanket, let me tell you, all these allegations are frankly preposterous. I think anybody who knows Gulam Nabiji knows that he is ideologically committed to the values of secularism. He stands by the idea of India and constitutional democracy. This is Congress's loss, Sanket. I'm telling you, even if you look at Captain Amrinder Singh, we all know the harakiri that was committed in Punjab. You know, if, if the party is going to treat everyone who's, who's dissenting or who's questioning what's wrong, I mean, you're going to treat them as people who have got some kind of a, you know, dagger behind their But do you feel, Sanjay, I mean, yeah, there is a, a bit of a problem as far as the old guard in the Congress is concerned that they just refuse to leave or they refuse well, to make room for youngsters? Sanket, I don't, I don't agree with that. I'll tell you why. Because politics is one where experience actually is an asset at all points of time. I mean, you have, you, you, the Congress today celebrates Dr. Manmohan Singh. Why? Because he brings a certain value proposition to the table. Mm. I don't think that is true. None of them. Let me tell you, I don't think anybody here was trying to hanker after a Dal Sabha seat. The problem has been the lack of communication, which results in a lack of respect. Sure. Lalita Kumara Mangla. How do you yeah. look at this? Sanket, I in this case tend to agree with my friend Sanjay Jha a lot. The Congress is expected and by everybody across the uh, the board, regardless of political affiliation or ethos, etc., as you mentioned too, to take the lead in the opposition. This country needs an opposition, regardless of which party is in power. I don't think either AAP or any of the other parties, TMC, etc., have anywhere near the wherewithal, the word that Sanjay used, to be able to fill that role. And too many senior leaders from the Congress, they're not all turncoats, they're not all betrayers. I think they have tried their best. Now the job, uh, remember what happened to the Congress in the 90s, after Narsimha Rao's government. The Congress team was formed. I come from a Congress family, I'm considered, uh, you know, uh, to be, uh, um, I mean, there to be a, a betrayer because I'm not in the Congress and the BJP. But I know personally, I still have family who are in that party. I know personally the depth of disillusionment and the depth of feeling that why isn't our voice being heard? All of them do not want power. I think most of them want to contribute in some way or the other. But when you disrespect your senior leaders and the juniors, don't worry, uh, the boy who just resigned a couple of days ago, their spokesperson, was not senior. He's a young man. What did he say? That he didn't get appointment for one year. Jaivi Shadgil, exactly. What did he say? That I didn't get an appointment with the main leaders for a whole year. How long does it take sometimes, Sanket? Five minutes? 
two minutes a pat on the shoulder i have seen it being done for generations by many 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 senior leaders across the board and the congress had that they had a sense of family it seems to have been lost it is very unfortunate even though i am in the bjp i am saying this very frankly i think the pm himself has said it in parliament this country is so huge that we need a solid good contributive opposition the congress is losing has seems to have already lost its way today like they say in hindi apne pair pe kulhadi maar liya in logon ne now gulam nabi azad has less has has less instead of being a little gracious about the fact however bitter you may feel inside you come on national tv and trash him the way this uh, this young girl is doing no but you, you know it does not happen frequently of late but what if a bjp leader were to leave uh, the bjp but sanket the bjp today is not in the same position that the congress is in hmm. let's not compare the two parties let's be frank you you want honesty i'm being brutally honest the congress is in the decline and has been for some time now part of the one of one of the biggest reasons for the decline is that both many of their very talented youngsters jyotiraditya sindhya is not old he is this generation look at what they did to sachin pilot i can name you know chapter in verse but it's not my party why should i go into that i should be sitting in the bjp and smiling very happy saying look at the congress what they doing to themselves no there, there's another so thing that the congress the alleges discussion. there is another there is thing the that the congress alleges discussion. that the bjp is going to smile and be happy is when mr gulam nabi azad who has uh, retained his latians bungalow who mm-hmm. uh, enjoys a very good uh, rapport with the prime minister may mm-hmm. join hands in some capacity but sanket the bjp uh, if that does happen i don't know what's going to happen as i just said we don't know what going to happen tomorrow in life forget about politics politics things can change like this we know that but if that does happen it is the congress's job to try and prevent it not the bjp's job okay bhavya narsimha oh, murthy this, this habit of finding ms. fault bhavya. always with others yeah let me ask this question stop. of ms bhavya ms no, bhavya do you feel point. that Sankhya, in a situation like this seconds. the congress party Sankhya, will be in a position to give me 30 seconds to i just want to make one additional point Yeah. In the mid 90s when the congress split they changed track they stopped took stock changed track and came back to power I don't think it's impossible for that again or at least to try to do that again which any big party the size of congress with the history with the number of uh, members etc etc could do, could well sure. do Sure Miss Bhavya my question is that in a situation like this while you're saying that uh, you know I don't know what was the reason he got so much from the party this is almost a, a very identical exit interview formality that the congress party uh, conducts for every person who exits he was a big asset to congress no doubt about it but when it was time for him to give back to the party after enjoying 40 years in power what he did of course for a newcomer to a con- to congress and for youngsters like us it will look like a betrayal Um, no, but then obviously you can um, go on and on. It's the same point that you're making yeah, yeah. that uh, they, we gave him so much. No, what no, did he give in return? My my only question also, over here course, is that you know, in, in the politics, which is the world of perception, uh, is the Congress not coming across as a bitter and that. petty party? That's my that's my uh, question. When with, with the exit of every with the exit of every leader. when you say we gave them so much and they gave nothing in return traitors let them go we don't care does the congress party not appear a bitter and a petty party and is this sir, how you'll be fighting fit for 2024 sir 
So, first of all, we didn't call them petty or, uh, uh, sorry, traitors or anything. It's up to them. So, to be honest, if senior leaders like this want to quit Congress with a lot of experience, we will build. Congress is like an ocean. It's not like we are here for an ideology. We are with the minorities. We are fighting everything that is wrong today. Sure, Sanjay wants to respond. Against the Sanjay, I just want to. But that doesn't mean Sanjay. we need we need leaders who want to quit Congress. We can't really go after them. Sanjay, for them to be What we can do is just you know bring up the other youngsters who are equally passionate. Although we lack experience, I'm sure the next generation politicians they're ready to take on. And bring back Congress to power. Sanket, my short point to the Congress will be that it's time to stop hallucinating because a lot of people in the Congress believe that it is too big to fail. Yes, it has an excellent track record from the freedom struggle to Mr. Nehru's period as a prime minister building modern India. But politics is fluid and very fast changing. And, you know, today, Sanket, I'll give you an example. You know, the Republican Party in France and the socialists in France, who used to always be the two parties in government, are today not even getting 2% of the votes. And I think the Congress needs to recognize that, you know, the India has changed in more ways than one. One is Mr. Modi's Hindutva. It's also a young, young population that doesn't know its history too well. And I'm just going to suggest to the Congress party through your platform that please do not take your size and your historical track record for granted because there's there's a new dynamism in politics. It's a lot of propaganda. BJP is formidable machine as even Lalita correctly mentioned. And end of day, the Congress needs to recapture that public trust. And if you don't bite the bullet on leadership, if you don't understand that you need organizational reform, Sanket, your questions are so pertinent. How will the Congress party fight to the BJP and fight for an idea of India, which is liberalism, progressive politics, tolerance, inclusivity and secularism, if you're not in power? You can keep complaining if the BJP keeps winning elections, India will definitely look different. So I think it's one thing to beat the RSS and the BJP and criticize Mr. Modi, but the party needs to realize you've got to win elections to bring about a fighting fit and you have to have people on your side. All right. doesn't come from the track record, but from our strong ideological commitment. A confidence comes so from there. win the election to push your ideology, Bhavya. Okay. Uh, I can't tell you, sir. Okay, no, he's saying win the election and then people will join your ideology. They will consider you a force to reckon with. Right now, do you feel that the Congress is is being robbed of that title that it feels? We will come back to power. We are doing everything we can. And this Bharat Jodo Yatra is one of the ways we wanted to bring people together. We wanted to show what the strong position we are. As as Mr. Gulam Nabi Azad said, first do Congress Jodo, then Bharat Jodo. All this drama is happening. All right. I, I'm, I've completely run out of time, but thank you very much uh, to all our panelists for joining us. We're stopping for a short break at this moment. When we come back, we'll get you lots of interviews, lots of uh, voices of people who are in the Congress, who are critical of the Congress, inside the Congress, those who have quit the Congress party and are critical of the Congress, and those who feel that Congress is the best option, the way it is. Back in a moment.
Joining us right now is Mr. Pawan Khera of the Congress Party. Thank you very much, Mr. Khera. How do you, uh, what would be your first reaction to the manner in which these exits are taking place? I mean, uh, Mr. Gulam Nabi Azad is a very, very tall leader. Uh, he uh, has raised uh, issues or matters of his concern in internal party forums also and now has written a letter, five-page letter, which uh, leaders like Omar Abdullah say is very painful <coughs> to read. So, uh, what will you say? No, it's, it's always, uh, uh, Sanket, a sad uh, you know, moment when leaders like Kulam Nabi Azad or anyone else leaves, uh, leaves an organization. But it's, it's a long association and obviously we, we've had our uh, uh, experiences, good, bad, ugly, with uh, these leaders. So, if, when they leave, it's never a good, good uh, feeling. There's no doubt about that. So, if I, if I say that, okay, fine, let him go away, I would be lying. Now, uh, I'm sure you must have read that letter. What do you think is the import of that letter for the Congress party? I read that letter and the first uh, one and a half pages were dedicated to all the positions that he's uh, had so far in his career, in his 40, 50 year uh, career. And then he says on the second page that he served the party selflessly. So I found it a little amusing also. So you first, on, on the one hand, you say, okay, I've been this, 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 this in the party, but I've done it all selflessly. So if you're so selfless, this is the time, this is the test of your selflessness. When you have no position, when you have no Raj Sabha, nothing at all, this is the time, this is the test. Do it outside your Latin's uh, bungalow zone. Fight. Toil the way all of us are toiling. Maybe your age doesn't permit you to toil. Fair enough, out of respect for that. Then guide us. We are there to take your guidance. You can't just... Uh, no, but then, you know, you just know, because Mr. you don't get a... Uh, Mr. Khera, precisely on that point, Ghulam Nabi Azad in his letter also says that Rahul Gandhi is not open to guidance or criticism or any form of... You know, he has very scant respect for experience. I, I am very amused with this observation of his. I think... Uh, from whatever I have understood of Rahul Gandhi Sanket, he gives everybody's opinion a chance. He listens to everyone. And then lets everyone come together and decide. That's the way he is. Now, if Mr. Azad's suggestions may have been overruled by, by someone else, so okay, so be it. You're not the only experienced person. And when you joined uh, Mrs. Indira Gandhi, what experience? You didn't have any experience. So your experience also gradually you built up on your experience. Likewise, we are all building up on our experience. Mm. You can't today turn around and say, oh, now all these people are inexperienced psychophants against me, who's, uh, as against me, who's an experienced I mean, what, what is he even trying to say? Everybody starts somewhere. Sanket, when you started journalism, you were mm. not experienced journalist. You mm. became an experienced journalist later. Likewise, Mr. Azad also became an experienced leader thanks to the uh, various opportunities given to him by the Congress party. True. No, but then, it, it, you know, Mr. Khera, the point is that now that he was this tall, experienced leader, he, the tone and tenor of his letter says that he felt uh, that his experience was not being valued. That he gained experience is not something that he has denied. But the value of that experience in his party was something that he questioned. And it's not just him. I mean, there are a whole host of leaders who are either quitting or are upset. For instance, Mr. Anand Sharma. 
These are just recent examples. Otherwise, the list is fairly long. Sanket, how does a party or an organization value someone's merit? By giving that someone a particular platform, allowing him to perform on that platform. In this case, it was the Raj Sabha. Mr. Azad, until recently, was in the Raj Sabha. Let him judge for himself. Mr. Khera, this also, this point has also come uh, forward where the BJP and Gulam Nabi Azad are uh, saying this together, almost together, that the Congress, instead of going for a Bharat Jodo Yatra, must uh, undertake a Congress Jodo Yatra. And so, we also saw Mr. Jairam Ramesh's tweet where he said that GNA's DNA has that been modified. Yeah, if, if they, now, they start talking... A, uh, in the same is language, this a cryptic Sanket? message that you are trying to send out to Mr. Azad? No, there is no message to Mr. Azad. But if, if they are talking in the same language as you yourself just said, what else do we conclude? So that's a fair conclusion to make on the part of Mr. Jairam Ramesh. We saw how the Prime Minister, I think for the first time in his political life, shed tears in the Parliament for Gulam Nabi Azad. So we, we know there is a soft corner there. We know there is some kind of a jugal bandi no, happening they were, there. They, they were talk. They were remembering an old incident, uh, a terrorist attack in Jammu and Kashmir, where Gujaratis were killed. That was the context in which they cried. Fair enough. Fair enough. But we we we've known how Mr. Gulam Nabi Azad and his proximity to Mr. Modi. Fair enough. I mean, everybody has has uh, is free to have these kinds of relationships. Fair enough. I don't want to comment on that. But if you if they start talking in the same language. Then obviously there is something happening, no? Mr. Kheda, you know, just a couple of quick questions before I let you go. With the number of these exits from the Congress party, don't you feel that politics, which is, uh, of course, the world of perception more than reality, or as much a world of perception as reality, this does not send a very good and positive image of your party as you prepare to be that big driving force against uh, the BJP in the run-up to 2024. For instance, what happens to the Congress position as far as unifying the opposition is concerned or uniting the opposition is concerned? Sanket, this is not the first time a so-called tall leader has quit. 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, every decade I can give you a name where somebody as tall or even taller quit the Congress. Organizations like the Congress Party are... ये कारवा होता है जो चलता रहता है कुछ लोग उतर जाते हैं कुछ नए लोग चढ़ जाते हैं आई डोंट आई डोंट रीड टू मच इनटू दिस वी लर्न फ्रॉम ईच अदर वी अनलर्न फ्रॉम द मिस्टेक्स कमिटेड बाय सम ऑफ आवर सीनियर लीडर्स बट द जर्नी डजंट स्टॉप द जर्नी डजंट कम टू एन एंड नो नो बट यू नो द एक्नॉलेजमेंट दैट समवन सीनियर और सो मेनी पीपल हु आर सीनियर एंड एक्सपीरियंस्ड आर हिंटिंग एट द सेम थिंग uh, don't you think that that is a very strong message? Perhaps something that the Congress may want to may want to learn. I would have taken Mr. Gulam Nabi Azad. Let me give you an example. Me. Let me give you an example. Him saying, Mr. Khera, him saying that PAs and secretaries have more power, that they take decisions rather than leaders. Now that's not a very very positive message to send in the world of politics, which is which is a world of perception as much as reality no this this also reflects very poorly on the on the judgment of the man authoring this letter well i hope in this case it is mr azad himself and he hasn't taken a dictation from somebody else sitting uh, in some other party 
but this really doesn't sh- uh, you know show mr azad himself in 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 a very good light when you are in the driver's seat when you are deciding things you are deciding destinies of congress workers sitting in your uh, latians bungalow then you are a part of the so called uh, haloed core group but if somebody else is doing it today oh he's a psychophant oh he's a pa oh he's a security guard oh he's inexperienced when you started out as i said sanket even mr azad was inexperienced he was made uh, president of the youth congress so why why now why why the, these the choice of no, words mr khera you you see what all he is saying the points that he is making to come to the conclusion or arrive at the conclusion that there is some amount of immaturity tearing up of that uh, uh, of of that letter the ordinance in 2013 uh then of course the point about uh, secretaries completely shutting the door uh, on uh, criticism or feedback also the point on on you know the whole process of learning and the the sanket the various incidents of failure the fact that in so many years the congress has has not won uh, very many elections sanket when did this tearing of ordinance happen 2013 yeah we are sitting in 2022 now hmm. in 2013 what has changed between 2013 and 2022 that mr azad kept quiet then and is now talking about it hmm. i'll tell you what has changed in 2013 the same mr azad was occupying an important position in the cabinet of dr manmohan singh therefore he kept quiet hmm. am i to believe that in 2013 mr azad was also of course member of the raj sabha what has changed in 2022 mr azad is neither a part of the cabinet nor is he a member of the raj sabha is that the reason why he chooses to speak now about an incident that took place in 2013 what am i to believe aap mein himmat tabhi aati jab pad nahi hota jab pad hota hai to wo pad gawane ka dar hota hai what is it what is the reason why were you quiet all this while but my final question do you feel that this inaction inability to take over the reins and yet control via proxy uh you know the con- or have the control remote control as he says upa's remote control has now become congress remote control <laughs> where is to harm you in 2024 where is where is the interference i demand from mr azad hmm. uh, let him tell us where is the interference there is a proper system in place there is a structure in place which takes important decisions unfortunately for mr azad he did not find himself in that structure therefore this outburst therefore this five page letter my final question what is this something else that you are talking about modi uh, that, that, something, something else, else some other party writing letter what are you hinting at no that that something else is the remote control now we want to know oh, he is also being remote definitely control. want to know who is remote controlling mr azad we'll see in uh, weeks and months to come hmm. it's not a coincidence well i last reported his bungalow is still there and next reports will uh, tell you and me something else you will see okay hum dekhenge as they say thank you very much mr pawan kira for joining us thank you thank so much. you all right joining us right now is uh, former maharashtra chief minister mr prithviraj chauhan thank you very much mr chauhan uh, what is happening in the congress can you explain <laughs> a very unfortunate uh, decision by gulam nabi azad to leave the congress party uh, i'm very saddened personally because he was a very close uh, 
friend, a colleague, we worked together in the UPA government, UPA 1, UPA 2, and also on many party platforms. He was a general secretary in charge of almost all the states in the country, and I had the pleasure of working with him. He was a secular face of the Congress party, a very senior leader who started his career with Mrs. Indira Gandhi. He worked with Rajiv Gandhi, he worked with Sonia Ji, and in every time he was both in the ministry as well as in the a very important function in the Congress party. Uh, now, we were together, uh, we were worried about the affairs of the Congress party, uh, the repeated defeats of the Congress party, the two Lok Sabha elections, after that almost 40 assembly elections we lost. Whenever we won the elections, we were not able to form the government as in Goa and Mumbai. Then recently, Assam, Kerala elections, then after that, Uttarakhand, UP, Punjab. The decisions that were taken obviously uh, caused us to lose states which were ruling earlier. Now we had demanded uh, uh, some discussion and if you remember exactly two years back, uh, 23 of us had written a letter to Congress President Shoniachi because it was not possible to meet us face to face due to the pandemic and other reasons. After a long wait, almost a month long wait trying to seek an appointment, we couldn't get. Therefore, we wrote a confidential letter. 23 of us, senior people, former union ministers, former working committee members, former chief ministers. But unfortunately, that letter got leaked. And a picture was painted that is a group of rebels who are ambitious, who want to take over the party, and all sort of nasty things. All we had written in that letter was that in order to take on Mr. Modi and Shah, uh, we had to have a full-time president leading the Congress party, that we must have elections to the Congress party as per the Congress constitution, and there should be some introspection, what happened, how the decision-making process, uh, uh, who took the decisions, uh, which caused us to lose election after election after election. After a few months, Mrs. Gandhi called us and we had a long fire meeting with her and she agreed to hold internal elections to the Congress party. She agreed to hold a Chintan Shibir and also agreed to meet frequently. Hmm. A meeting frequently could not be done, but she did uh, assure us of holding an internal election and Chintan Shibir. Now, there is nothing in it except that honest desire that uh, only Congress party can stop Modi and Shah. Then Congress party's historical responsibility to create a viable alternative to Mr. Modi to bring a broad alliance of the opposition parties. That was only option we discussed also. Now, we hope that there will be some internal discussion, some changes could happen. But unfortunately, uh, things did not happen. But Mr. Chavan, you know, as a, as, a, as a member of G23 yourself, do you feel that uh, this should be an alarm bell for the Congress party? You see, the official response now is that uh, GNA's DNA, GNA means uh, Gulam Nabi Azad, his DNA is modified and, uh, you know, he's retaining his Latyan's bungalow. What does that mean? Almost casting aspersions uh, on him. Do you feel that this will be an ideal response? Or uh, an amount of introspection will be the ideal response. No, I think whatever has been, whatever you have said, it's very, very petty-minded and extremely uh, dishonest uh, and uh, psychopathic reaction. Uh, people. No, no. By the way, this is the reaction of Mr. Jairam Ramesh. This is no, not what I am saying, sir. No, no. I know that, but this reaction of the Congress Party, whoever has given it, is very unfortunate, petty-minded. Uh, people have to go into the. The history of Gulam Nabi Azhar's service of the Congress Party for the last 50 years. He has been elected member of the Congress Party. This whole thing that we have given him so much. 
is nothing but a darbari attitude. After all, Congress, all we have been saying that Congress party should be run on democratic lines. Congress party has a constitution. Unfortunately, for the last 24 years, internal elections to the Congress party, all the organs of the Congress party, yeah. like the working committee, the parliamentary board, the election committee, they have not been held. All we have been pleading with the Congress leadership is that in order to make the Congress vibrant again, to take on Mr. Modi and Shah, to stop country from going to the dictatorship which it is going, it has become a police state already. Congress party historic responsibility to create a viable alternative. But Mr. Chavan, one of the things you are saying is that the party should have its own president. Now we are hearing the party presidential elections have also been delayed. I mean, ever since Rahul Gandhi quit in 2019, the Congress does not have in 2022 a full-time president. That's precisely the point we made in our 2020 letter, which 23 of us wrote. Unfortunately, that's not happening. All we are saying, I don't want to get into the details of what is written in Gulam Nabi's five-page letter. I don't want to cast any aspersions on anybody. People know what is happening, and I don't want to do that. All I'm saying is what we had asked for was an election to the Congress party because after all, if you are going to accuse Mr. G- Mr. Modi of dictatorial uh, tendencies and uh, taking the country to an di- un- undeclared, uh, unconstitutional dictatorship, then shouldn't the Congress party function uh, more uh, democratically as per its own constitution, which has been functioning for 135 years? Mm-hmm. That's all we asked for. Interesting. Interesting. And if Mr. Gandhi, Mr. Rahul Gandhi, wants to become the Congress president, let him contest election, I'm sure he'll get 90% votes. Mm. Because Congress party, he's the most familiar face in the Congress party. Correct. But he has to be elected. If he has already quit, and he has already said so many times that he does not want to become a president, that no member of the Gandhi family would be a president. If you don't want to believe Mr. Rahul Gandhi, it's very unfortunate. If nobody is going to become the president from the Congress party, then let us have elections and get somebody elected. Sure. You nominate somebody, let, let him get elected, but let it be a democratic election, not only the Congress president, but all organs of the Congress party. Okay. That's our demand. Right. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Prithviraj Chauhan, for joining us with your views. Thank you Welcome. so much. So if Britain had Brexit in India, in the Congress, there is uh, its own version of Kexit which is happening. And... Uh, One uh, prominent member who exited the Congress uh, was prominent Haryana leader, Mr. Kuldeep Bishnoi, who is now with us. Mr. Bishnoi, uh, good evening. Thank you very much for speaking to NDTV. Uh, You see this this, uh, recent example of uh, Mr. Gulam Nabi Azad, and he has written what many leaders call a painful five-page note uh, as as he resigned from his position. And he has said a number of things. Uh, do you agree with his assessment? Uh, what has your experience been? Because you have been quite on and off and on in the Congress and now finally in the BJP. Yeah, uh, uh, Sanket, thank you so much for having me over. But uh, I want to say that I haven't read uh, the full, uh, all the five pages. But I have, yes, of course, I have read the synopsis on what he has said. By and large, what I have understood is that uh, he probably feels and says that there is a poetry around RGA. B, the decisions are very immature and very childish and wrong decisions are made. And lastly, I have seen that the grassroots leaders and senior leaders and workers are being ignored. All these points I agree on fully. Because I also left the Congress because I also felt suffocated in the party. Uh, I merged my party six years ago thinking that I am merging into the same ideology 
where I left the party in 2007. And there were complete change in the ideology. The ideology of Indra Ji, Rajiv Ji and Nehru Ji was no longer there, doesn't exist at all. And why I left now? Because RG doesn't meet anybody. He doesn't listen to anybody. If the Congress party is on a suicide mission, I will not commit suicide because I'm answerable to my workers, my voters and my people. And they, I have vote bank in Haryana, I have got vote bank in Rajasthan. But they completely, you know, mis misused me or did not use me at all. They have no respect, they have no eye for the, for the work, for the credibility of any leader, potential of any leader. Do you feel, in the words of uh, Mr. Gulam Nabi Azad, that the Congress party has lost the appetite to fight, fight a battle in this country, electorally, politically? Yeah, I fully agree, because one, the, the people, I, I repeat again, the people who are guiding RG are the people who are making him do, make mistakes, state by state by state. We are losing same mistake, we are losing same mistake. And those are the leaders around them. Either they have not contested election ever, or they have won election 30 years ago, or they have never contested election. These are the people who are guiding, and people like Yotirata Sindhya, People like Jatin Prachar, people like Granabi Azad, people like RCN Singh, people like us who are grassroots leaders, who are mass leaders, and they are being sidelined in the party. Then what, what do you, do you see any future in the party? No. The Congress is in a self-destruction mode, and I will not destroy myself or my people. Do you feel that there will be more uh, exits or, as we are saying, exits from the Congress party? Anybody and everybody who feels that they want to contribute to the country, to the nation, they must join BJP. They should not. And Congress party, at, the, at this time, I, I was reading that somewhere that RG has said that if somebody At this kind of an attitude a leader has, who wants to stay? And a self-respected man will not stay with this kind of an ego attitude. No, I'll tell you why, know, why the Congress comes to this assessment. They say that here are leaders who are afraid of the CBI and ED and IT because of which they would much rather align with the BJP than fight the, fight the battle, fight the hard battle. I am not, yeah, I am talking about myself. I am not scared of any income tax anybody. I had a search few years ago. Had I been scared, I would have joined BJP in 2019, not in 2022. When after that in 2019, I won election after the search of income tax. I have no ED with me. I only have income and my cases are more or less over. Had I been scared, I would have joined you three years ago, not today. It's all wrong. All right. Uh, Mr. Kuldeep Bishnoi, thank you very much for your time, sir. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.